I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is. severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Now, Jamie Dupree with the latest breaking news from our nation's capital. All right, all part of the best in terms of the road to 2016 coverage available on your radio dial. John Kasich joins us at the bottom of the hour. Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington. Well, there's nothing in the news today. Thanks for being with us. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, actually, Kasich, it comes on at a good time. There's another poll out today showing him in second in New Hampshire. And he is certainly, I think, if there's other than Donald Trump, if there's sort of an it kind of candidate right now in New Hampshire, it might be John Kasich. It's hard to say that, though, when Trump has 35 percent. And yeah, that's why I said other than he's about the only one who's moved up. But certainly, uh, I, I think you if you're going to have let's just let's just sort of imagine that Trump is still ahead like that you're still going to winnow the race down by figuring out who's in second and third and those people get to move on to the next round in a sense yeah so you know look i i, I don't think you can again i don't want to pay too close attention to the polls but at the same time you can't ignore that there has been a, a big push forward by Kasich and by Carly Fiorina and as well by Ben Carson. I keep saying it, and I know people don't believe me, but this is not my first rodeo. And I keep telling people that you don't know what the issues are going to be like Yeah, in five months from now, over five months from now. A lot. And I think yesterday with the, with the stock market going up and down, I think that's a perfect example. I mean, next year at this time, there's always the, the possibility, the chance that there'll be some kind of issue out there like that. I mean, uh, what, what would happen to this race if there was a down patch in the economy what would happen to this race if uh you know iran gets out of control or something like that i mean there's so many ifs ands out there that are possible you just never know but i'd have to agree with you the race certainly will go through and as fast as we go through issues we'll go through a whole bunch before next year oh that's that's unbelievable uh so the issue of trump i guess he started up his feud with megan kelly again today and i'm it's like 19 days later and this is what i don't understand and i sent out a tweet today and it got tremendous reaction Focus on ISIS, focus on the border, focus on China, focus on Putin, focus on 93 million Americans out of the labor force, focus on 50 million Americans in poverty. It just seems to make no sense to me politically, but he defies political gravity, as you and I have discussed. Yeah, I guess the only thing I would say is other than his focus on immigration. He has not focused a great deal on issues other than sort of generic. Kind I, of things. I disagree with that because I've interviewed him a lot. He gave me a detailed plan on on health savings accounts. Well, he, he has not. But in his own conduct, I mean, if he wants to hammer on those issues, he has that capability and that ability and that option every single day. But his Twitter feed, for example, is one that he uses not to push issues, but to attack others, whether it's Jeb Bush or in this case, Megyn Kelly. But he uses interviews to attack people also. But but when I've interviewed him about substance, this is where I think he's at his strongest. Uh, take Whether you agree or disagree with his plan to take the oil out of Iraq and, and sort of as a method of defunding ISIS, I love that idea. I think he's thinking out of the box. I would make it as part of a comprehensive plan that includes degrading and actually defeating them. And if we go in, we've got to win. Uh, same thing with the border. He's given now a detailed plan on immigration. He gave me a detailed plan on health care. And he's talked at length about simplifying the tax code and all these things. But I think you're right in as much as the Twitter feed will get far more, much more coverage than the details of that I'm asking him about issues. 
Yeah, and if you look at, I'm just sort of, uh, you know, scrolling through his Twitter feed over the last day. Uh, yeah, there's one or two things in there about immigration. He goes after Jeb Bush. He goes after uh, Scott Walker. Trump even attacked George Pataki today in a tweet. I mean, that's more attention than the former New York governor has gotten in weeks, basically. But there he is in in, in Trump's Twitter feed. And, you know, I, I think, look, again, Donald Trump has a huge megaphone. He has absolutely no trouble getting attention. He has proven that, and you cannot argue against that. By, can, by the way, isn't that like a gift for him? I mean, that, well, sure it is. I mean, every other candidate would kill for this would kind of kill coverage. kill for this attention. But what is he using it for at times? He uses it for self-promotion, which we can understand. You know, he finds a, well, that's a, a newspaper article that, that he feels like is good to him or a, a TV interview, and he retweets that, and he puts it out. He takes some jabs at the others. But the Megyn Kelly thing I find interesting on several levels, because when you're retweeting people that call her a bimbo, when you're getting into very personal attacks, I think it's become very clear that Donald Trump thin skins the wrong thing, because I think that's that's just the wrong thing to say. But he, he at times he does not take. Uh, you know, being challenged well. And there would be some who would argue that it's not exactly presidential to go after her like that. Others would say, hey, that's what Trump's all about. And I think his Twitter feed is what Trump is to all me, about. To me, it makes no sense, except that any other candidate, take any of the issues that he's created as a controversy, the McCain issue, the immigration issue, uh, et cetera, uh, even the the earlier battle that he had after the debate, Everything is defied political gravity. I keep You're going back right. to that. And so, you know, we'll watch how, how this plays out. My instincts, if I were, if anyone sought my advice, no one's seeking my advice, I would be to tell somebody, you have the megaphone, you've got the platform, you've Use got it. the country's attention, keep using it to, to push issues in only the way it seems that he can at this moment. I mean, nobody, but, he has the biggest this, crowd Sean. in the 2016 campaign. He's got 30,000 people in Alabama. 30,000. But what do people like most about him? It's not the issue. It's his outspokenness. And what is what does he showcase on Twitter more than anything else? The personality stuff. His personality and his outspokenness. I mean, for example, uh, you know, you talk about issues. We've seen a couple of the Republicans try to drag him back onto issues. Rand Paul today, for example, attacked Trump on the Kelo decision because Trump has been supportive of that very controversial decision about uh, takings and property. And it's not, as, as Paul keeps arguing, and it certainly hasn't helped him in the polls, he argues that Trump is a fake conservative. But those efforts by some of these others in the Republican race to bring Trump onto the issues on other things, they haven't worked. So they've been trying, but they haven't been able to do that. Again, I, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but Trump is about Trump. It's about his personality. It's not about issues. But he does have the megaphone. I, I if do he disagree wants to, with to make you. It all about issues. I, I, I can tell you because I've been I've interviewed him as I've interviewed oh. all the candidates and I find there's more substance there than I think he's getting credit for. But he doesn't talk about it. No, he does to me. I mean, because I'm asking him very specific questions. For example, if if he takes a shot at Jeb Bush in an interview with me and he gives me a detailed plan about medical savings accounts, the quote that's going to make news is what he says about Jeb Bush, not what he says about about health care savings accounts, which, by the way, I was surprised at the level of knowledge that he had about him as somebody that has supported health care savings accounts forever. 
So anyway, well, let me move on. Where are we with Biden? Biden getting into this race or what? It sure looks like it. Uh, I think it looks like it, but it's still nothing final from him. I, I, look, I, what I think yesterday really amounted to in the White House briefing was more of a public blessing from the White House. If Joe Biden wants to do this, then uh, the White House is fine. You have, you've got the green light to go ahead and do it. But boy, it will put the president in such a tricky situation, uh, you know, in, in terms of do you, anything you do. Is it look like that in the sense, Sean, I think of changing the dynamic. And here in D.C., I think it's a, like in a lot of places, there's people who like Hillary Clinton. They they respect her work, but they're just not sure that that's the right choice for their party right now. Um, I got to tell you, I, I, then you got to watch for the four other people I mentioned. John Kerry, Al Gore, Elizabeth Warren, and Comrade de Blasio is an outside shot. I think he well, has that let's ambition. Take all, let's take them all one, two, three, four. John Kerry, I can't imagine him leaving as Secretary of State to get in the race, but anything is possible. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, well, she's met with Clinton. She's met with Biden. Is she really on board with either of them? Uh, people still w- would like her to get in. Al Gore, I know there's been talk, but I don't think anybody here in D.C. really seriously regards him as getting in. And then there's the outsider thought, like a de Blasio. Yeah, there still is time to get in, though the clock is ticking. Let's think about this. The first Democratic debate is October 13th, I think, is the date. It's in that point in time in October. So you really don't have that much more time because you risk by declaring too late. You're just not there and you can't even get an organization together for the February contests. Yeah, look, I think he's getting in. I think he's getting in quickly. I think behind the scenes you have other people that are talking. I guarantee you there are 100 people that have money have talked to Al Gore. I bet you John Kerry's having similar discussions. I think the person that is getting talked to the most is Elizabeth Warren. And I think Comrade de Blasio is, has created this alliance with her. So who knows what, what they're up to. But Well, let's be honest. Here's one problem for the Democrats. They don't have a bench right now. They nobody. don't have a very strong bench. I mean, let's face it. The Republican field is much stronger than the Democratic field this year. And there's as you look around, where is that sort of dark horse that can come off the sidelines and into the game to help the Democrats? I, I don't see that right now. And I'm not sure that a lot of people here would see Joe Biden as, quote unquote, the answer for the Democrats. What did you think about Jeb Bush saying when when we used to talk? about and using the term anchor baby he said quote what i was talking about was the specific case of fraud being committed where there is organized efforts and frankly it's more related to asian people coming into our country having children in that organized effort and taking advantage of a noble concept with which is birthright citizenship which by the way i reject that interpretation of the 14th amendment but more importantly I, I, where did that come from uh, evidently, that's what he says he was making the argument uh, before about. It's drawn some uh, attacks on him from Democrats or Asian-Americans from California today. And, I, you know, look, I, I think that that was sort of an out-of-left-field answer. I, I had to say I had to start doing some research on that because I had never really heard me of that. Me either. Kind that's why I'm asking. I mean, where did that, I, to me, it almost sounds like a made-up answer in as much as... What? I mean, where did that come from? Yeah, it's not exactly one that's been on the tip of uh, of our discussion or anything like that about immigration. Maybe it is an issue. I haven't seen too much about it. But uh, the Democrats are more than happy uh, to jump in on Jeb Bush today about that. Now, Jeb and Trump are starting to go after it more head-to-head now. The, there's a front-page story in the New York Times today that the Bush people have simply decided that they cannot let Trump just keep after uh, Jeb Bush every day, that they've got to respond. You know, the old thing in politics, 
politics is you can't ignore the attacks of somebody else for too long because then they paint you into cor- into a corner and they define you. And I think it's obvious the Bush people have decided they've got to start pushing back against Trump. But obviously what Bush said about this anchor baby thing and the Asian link was not exactly something that seemed to be common knowledge. What do you know about this latest Lowest learner development here. Apparently, uh, they find the IRS has found yet another lowest learner email account. Yeah, uh, and you know this is interesting because we keep on going. Uh, the questions are keep on being raised by Republicans about lowest learner. We don't seem to get anything out of the Obama administration or anything like that. But if there is another personal email account that uh, that she used, and it seems to have been pointed out in a court filing involving the IRS, then that means there might be other emails out there from Lois Lerner that she was using to conduct IRS business, maybe her own business. It's not obvious though. It's not clear, Sean, if any of this had stuff in it about the Tea Party targeting scandal or not, but it certainly keeps this afloat. It's sort of like the Hillary Clinton email story, and and they're not the same, but in the sense that it just sort of keeps percolating along. And uh, nothing really uh, so far, though, has come out. I think Republicans are really, really frustrated about the Lois Lerner investigation. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, What do you know about this undercover video? We, We ran some of it last night. The entire video has now come out today. Yeah, another one uh, from this group that's been going after Planned Parenthood. I guess the only thing I'd say about the the, the story, and, and we've talked about how there are more videos coming out, I still don't sense that Republicans have been able to seize a lot of momentum politically in the month of August on this issue. I mean, I think that a lot of people were hoping on the Republican side to go home and and really galvanize public opinion against Planned Parenthood. I'm not saying that there's people for Planned Parenthood on the Republican side. I just don't sense that it's become, you know what I mean, Sean, yeah. the, the big cause or anything like that. So I'm not sure where this is going in the bid to, de- quote unquote, defund a uh, Planned Parenthood after Labor Day. All right, Jamie Dupree in Washington. Thank you, sir. As you, part of the road to 2016, the best election coverage, we have uh, the Ohio governor, John Kasich, coming up. After the uh, break, we'll debate the issue involving the campaign, Hillary's server. All part of our top story today, Joe Biden potentially getting in. All coming up, we have Juan Williams and Ben Shapiro going to check in today. Straight ahead. Over 500 stations and over 15 million listeners. And yes, he did build that. You didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. This is the Sean Hannity Show. News 95. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.